Welcome to Citizen First Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. This episode is a very special episode because I have my father as the guest. And I want to tell you that having him on the podcast was definitely an interesting experience because I got to hear some things I never got to hear before. And I got to learn a little bit more about my own father while doing this episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn from it. And I hope it brings you joy listening, honestly. So thank you again for listening and enjoy. You're tired? Yeah, I'm really tired. I just started recording. Okay. Yeah, you can, see, you can see that I started recording. <laughs> You can see I started recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Bright. What did, you do? what did you do that you are tired? Don't call me Mr. Bright. Are you okay? Yeah, that's call okay. me Daddy. Everybody calls you Mr. Bright. Oh, God. No, call me Daddy. You say everybody. You are my son. Call me Daddy. Daddy. Uh, I'm yes. Past that no. stage. No, you have. What do you mean? You don't say daddy. How old are you that say, you pass that thing? What, what old man? What, no, who? you can call me daddy. Or, even though if you marry, you call me daddy. No, no. You say dad. You don't say daddy. Daddy's for little kids. Daddy's for little... You don't say, you don't say that. That's 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 for you. you can say pop, dad, coke, whatever. Yeah. But don't call me Mr. Bright. <laughs> Mr. Bright. <laughs> Mr. Bright. Why are you so far away from your phone or your laptop? Whatever you're using. I'm not, I'm not I'm using my phone. Oh, you should, you should get a mic because uh, it sounds like you're so far away. Of course, I'm far away from you. You are not far away. Too far. I can hear the echo. You can hear the echo? Yeah, because you're far away. The, vo- the voice is the, it's not capturing everything. When when you say I can hear echo, people who are in jail are the ones talking and they can hear echo. Now can you hear the echo? Uh I can. I can still no, no, it's better. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah, it's better now. Yeah. Yeah. So tell tell everybody what you do. I'm sure I'm sure people in Kingston know who you are, but what do you do? What I do, I'm a technician. Yeah. With Technic- technician, okay. Technician for uh, computers and uh, ATMs, where you get your money from. Computers and ATMs, yeah. Yeah, and also I did a volunteer for Kingston Police for almost thirteen years now. Oh and yeah, I that's... enjoy. It. Yeah, volunteer, yeah, volunteer. Yeah. I enjoyed it with the Kingston police, which I enjoyed so much. What's that, I didn't what, really... what's that noise? What's that noise? Which noise? I hear background noise. Come on, we're recording. You can't have background noise. Just relax with the music. I hear recording or something. Or something okay. playing. No, it was the music. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. You volunteer how long? For the Kingston Police, uh, uh, thirteen years now, um, and I know some friends say, "Hey, why don't you join there?" Even the cops say, "Why don't you join us?" But uh, I can't, I can't be a police officer because, so far as I know, I'm too kind to be a police officer. I'll put myself in the trouble. So I would rather do the volunteering, and that's all. Yeah, I guess you have to be tough, eh? To be a police officer, yes. If you are too kind, you can't do it. I mean, so far as I, I am concerned, if you are too kind, you can't do it because ah, uh, you may possibly put yourself in the trouble, not to maybe kill somebody or you know. But I can't just go and arrest people that you know, small case and take the person to jail. I can't. So. I may possibly end up putting myself in the trouble. So I don't want to join the police, but I would love to be in the volunteers. I'm doing, I love it. And I did not just go there that I'm doing a volunteer. Mm. It's because the way they were stopping me 
every day, every day. I feel so embarrassed as a black man in a small community where people know me. And then every time, but we saw you police up, you saw, I decided, you know what? I am just going to go join them so they know who I am. And okay, I remember you telling me this before. You said, yes. You, I thought it was one time they stopped you on, uh, so, on so uh, Princess Street. Yeah, they, they stopped me so many times. I, like, if I can remember, they have stopped me maybe more than 10 times. More than 10 times. I went to the station and talked to them. And they asked me if I want to make a report. You know, I can't charge in the police service. I can't fight with them. As a black man, you put yourself in the problem, you know, trouble. So was this so, like early early nineties or what is this? When when was uh, late nineties? I would say early nineties, and it it was ongoing. Mm. I would say yeah, nineties. In the late 90s, yeah, they were still keep stopping me and giving me some stupid excuse and that and that. So I'm a clean person. I work hard for whatever I got. So, you know, why are they stopping me? And that is what I said. If they have a volunteer there, I'd rather go join them so they will know who I am and they will stop stopping me when I'm driving. And um, I went, they took me. I thought I was going there for only a few months for them to know and then I was stop. But uh, I enjoy it because I'm helping my community that I live in. So uh, I'm enjoying it. And I've been there since, uh, that time to now 13 years 13 years <clears throat> all because people because the cops were stopping you and, the, and so you wanted to join and you volunteered and that helped, Did I, that want help? them, I want them i want them to know who i am that i'm not a criminal you know when they see me driving a nice car that doesn't wow. mean that i'm a criminal yeah i work hard to get what i got so for me to let them stop stopping me and embarrassing me on the on the street and everything, so I decided I would join them as a volunteer. And to join them, I'm sure they would check my criminal records, everything to know that yeah, this guy is clean or not, before they can accept you. And they did accept me, and I've been there since um, um, 16 years now. Yeah, I I uh, I, I thought you would I thought you would. Uh... If that happened to me, I would just not even do that. I would be, I don't know. You want to join them. Usually people will just kind of avoid them. Yeah, but uh, this is a small city. And I feel, to me, I feel embarrassed for somebody to tell me, oh, hey, but we saw you with a cop on this street, on that street. Yeah. They don't know, you know what you did before cop keeps stopping you. Even your friends will be scared of you. So What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. You know? It's so you know, you went it's you believe it was racism for sure then, right? Because I believe I believe, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And and then as a small community, you know black man from Africa, immigrant to this place, what can I do? I can't challenge them, but I want them to know who I am. Yeah. So that they will stop stopping me here and there. And mm -hmm. since I've joined them, nobody has stopped me. They, even they see me driving, they give me a peace sign. <laughs> so I guess the only way for a cop to stop, to, to not stop a black person is to join them. <laughs> not to stop a black person to, to, to join them, but basically, uh, if you know yourself that you are clean, you are not doing any legal, you know, bad yeah. thing that police is looking for you. And it keep, you can't challenge, you can't fight with police and you can't challenge them with this kind of small community with a few blacks here. You know, yeah. 
I guess because you, yeah, so you know more my choice, mm-hmm. my choice was to join them to know who I am. Yeah. But you can't do that in a big city or in other places. But with this small community, I want them to know that, hey, stop, guys, stop stopping me here and there because I'm driving this car. Oh. Leave the black man alone. And they're still doing that. So I decided, you know what? I will join them for them to know who I am. I'm not a bad person. I work hard to get whatever I, I, I have. So leave me alone. And since then, over 16 years, nobody has stopped me on the street or anywhere. Well, that's they, even, good. they even give me a peace sign when they see me driving. Because <laughs> they all got to know me now. I'm yeah. the only black guy volunteering there for 16 years, uh, 13 years. Mm. Well, it's good that you, you put yourself into community, community service, so that's good. I yeah, mean. and that's why I couldn't stop, because I know that uh, I am helping the community I live in, even though it was volunteer. I know that the job I do there uh, is helping the community, so I couldn't yeah. stop. That's why I'm still working with them. So can you tell me again, like, how you came to Canada, how you came to Kingston, and how, how was that journey for you? To well, the journey, the journey wasn't easy, Joe, let me tell you. And that's yeah, why no, I keep on telling you that uh, yeah. you always have to work hard. That's why I will tell you, no matter what, do the job clean and work hard. Because uh, for me, coming to Canada, it wasn't easy for me, but God gave me a chance and I took that chance clean and I landed in Canada, Kingston. I came to Kingston direct, which I have never moved to anywhere. I love the city, Mm. you know. So coming to Canada from Africa wasn't easy. Did you, why did you stay in Kingston? Like if you came from Ghana, because you told me before they didn't, they, they, they just propped you to Kingston for no reason. They didn't give you, they didn't bring you to Toronto where there's more, there's more Ghanaians no. in, in Toronto. Like I, I got to my visa, I got to my visa when I was in Africa, uh, London immigrant. Yeah. So when I got the visa, they, they chose the town. They chose the town Kingston. And I was looking everywhere in the map when I was in Africa to see where is Kingston in Canada. I couldn't find it. The only Kingston I saw was two of them. One is Kingston, Jamaica, and then there's Kingston in UK, London, over somewhere there. But I couldn't find Kingston in Ontario, Canada. So, I came, I stayed in the hotel for three months before I got my own apartment. Mm. Yeah. For three months. And then I remember, again, I spoke to you many times about this. When you come to Canada, you came during winter, right? Yeah, I came through winter. I I, I landed in December. (laughs) Is that the first time you saw snow? First time I saw snow. What a what a worst time to come. It it, it wasn't easy. Uh, <laughs> December, um, <laughs> straight from Canada to December. Yeah, and I remember I don't know what I told you before uh, when I I came to Kensington Airport direct, and then there was a snow on the ground, and I'm wearing my shoes from Africa, which have nothing to do with the snow, and that was my first fall. I fell on the ice with my shoe from Africa. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Right after you came. I, I, I didn't know that the snow was so slippery. And I'm just from, I get out from the airport and in the plane. So, you know, Kensington Airport, you don't have to go through the tube. You have to walk into right. the, the building. So from the plane into the, the, the building is where I fell. I did not even get out like within the airport from the plane, you know. Yeah. So that was an experience. 
Yeah. As soon as you left the plane, you just slipped right off the ice. Yeah, because my shoe was totally... Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, there was no grip at the bottom that we can able to hold. Like, because it's in Africa, we don't even have a snow. So when you buy Africa yeah. shoe to be here in the winter, yeah. you're going to fall. No, no matter what, because there is no grip. And so that was my first. I was young, I wasn't really scared. I was an energetic guy traveling by myself as a young boy. Mm-hmm. And I, was a, I wasn't really scared because I know that, uh, you know, somebody is going to look for me or after me when I'm in Canada. Yeah, it was. It, it was an opportunity. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it was an opportunity for me. I, I didn't know any word about racism. Yeah, I had no clue. Because yeah. uh, where I came from, you know, we, we, we don't have anybody to... They can have a, a, a travel, you know, but it's not about the races, you know. But I did not experience those things, never. Even though when I was in Canada, that I experienced so many races, but I didn't know what it is, so I did not even see it. It took me longer for me to know that, oh, so this is what the racism it is. That, that, that. Then I went back and found out all, all these people, this is where they were, you know. But I didn't know. When I encountered that hey, there is a racist here, you know, it, it was, uh, I remember I went to the store and uh, trying to, on the bakery shop in the, in the grocery store, and then I stood there for so long. Just a poor guy trying to get something, you know, ask a question. And I saw this lady cleaning the, the, the baking pan for so long. And I'm standing there, and she did not even attend to me that, hey, what do you want? Or can I help you? But uh, a white lady came there. She put the pan there, and then it attended to the, the white lady and said, hi, mom, can I help you? And I'm still standing there. And I said, I was here before her, you know, but she still attend to the lady before me. And mine was not even, I was in the wrong place, you know. But I, I stood there for about 15 minutes. She's still cleaning, she can see me. Yeah, but that time I did not even think this is part of the races they're talking about. Oh. I didn't know anything about But later on, when I experienced it from the, the cops, and that tells me, oh, I see now. This lady in the shop at the grocery store was a racist because I'm a black. No, 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 no. They didn't tell me in front of me. It's just ignore me. Yeah. Let me stand there and wondering what is happening. And then I'm still standing there. You know, it, it used to call AMP, but now they make it Metro. Okay. Yeah, they have, they have, a, they have, a, during that time, they have a bakery shop inside. I'm trying to get a cake, you know, and I don't know whether they think I don't have money to buy the cake or, you know, she totally ignored me, but I did not think that this is called a racist. Mm. So I was kind of, uh, you know, standing. But later on, I experienced, and that's why I know that, oh, so this man was a racist. Mm-hmm. When I came first, uh, and it took me a while to, to meet other black, black people that live here, mm-hmm. with, you know, which also came from Africa, because it's a small community, but because I was alone living in the hotel, so I, I didn't meet anybody until when I met them. And... Uh, they were here before me, so they told me what they are experiencing. And that's what they use the word called racist. Yeah, and that's why from there, I follow up and say, okay, now this is for the racist, so I'll follow and see who is a racist. You know what? As a kid, you didn't know about uh, 
when you were a kid, I, I, I mentioned to you, as a black man in this country, mm. you have to work hard to achieve what you want. Don't say you and you, all your classmates and you get a higher marks, going to look for a job. So because you get a higher marks, they will pick you before them. No, that is, I told, I told you when you're young, I have to share with you to say, hey, my friend, you are coming. There is something called racist here. And all you do is work hard. Work hard. There is. But don't, don't let that resident to put you down. Just work, work hard because sometimes where you work, if they know you work hard, they cannot, you know, put you down. So far as you get some place to work, that's your number one. If you don't have it, it's hard to get a job as a black man in this city. But if you get one, you should just work hard. And that is what the reason why I put you to do a volunteer just to work, to get experience. Yeah. Always work hard. Always work hard. If yeah. you work hard, sometimes it will be very difficult because mm. they love your job. Mm. It's hard for them to pick you out from your work. Was Dennis your first job? No, Dennis wasn't my first job. No, Dennis <laughs> was not my first job. I I went to St. Lawrence. Uh, they have a course. During that time, they have a course called Orientation to the Employment. I think it was six months that you have to go there. They have to teach you how to write a resume, how to do the interview, how to work with your boss as a new immigrant in the city. So mm -hmm. after five, I think it was six months course. So after four months, they will find you a placement. So I was so lucky. They, my placement, I was working in a travel agent. And that's what I bought a ticket for you to come. So I worked there and then uh, as I was working there, the lady was from uh, uh, Holland. So she, after my placement, my teacher came there. During that time, your teacher will come and visit every... They still do that. They still do that, eh? They come and visit and then... This mom boss will tell my teacher, oh, Bright is doing good because you know why? That I did more than they told me to do because me, I was young, I can work hard. The job they said, okay, you sell a train ticket. During that time, they buy train tickets in the travel agents. You have to book your uh, ticket from travel agent, the train ticket, and then airline. So mine is to do take a reservation for train tickets and then selling the train ticket, especially with the, the Queen students. So it was busy uh, travel agent. So my last day, my boss came there, talked to uh, my teacher came and talked to my boss because it was my last day. And I didn't even know. My boss told my teacher that he's going to hire me because I'm a good guy. I work hard. So my teacher was very, very happy to hear that I got a job there. And, and, and I will tell you some funny thing here. Mom boss was wearing ordinary dress. She was a lady. She is wearing an ordinary dress. I'm just someone they just hired. And I'm, I was wearing a suit every day to work. <laughs> You know? Wow, that's definitely an immigrant thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> because I was wearing a suit with a tie and, and to work in the travel agent where my boss, people who work there said nobody wears suit, nobody. Wow. Okay, until my boss told me, but you don't have to wear a suit every day. Just wear a jeans and come yeah. to work. It's okay. You know, because I want to be, you know, in a professional way where they told me in the school you have to dress well and blah, 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 you know. So, and that time, the office didn't have air conditioning. And I was sweating, you know. It's busy place. 
But uh, I was lucky that the lady took me and hired me, and she was so, she is the first person I work with, and I can tell you that not all white people are racist. Because this lady gave me a chance. She said, I was an immigrant from Poland. I'm going to give you a chance also. She did give me a chance, and I did not abuse that chance. I even go to her house to help her vacuum, wash her carpet, you know, and she will cook with her, and with her husband, and I will some. So we became like a family. You helped clean and stuff? Yeah, they will. Yeah, they have a cleaning stuff, and then I will go help them clean on the weekend that I'm not working. Yeah, because uh, I thought they give me a chance. And mm. can you believe I still talk to the lady up to date? Well, I remember meeting her. Yeah, she said she saw you one time when you were working, and you look like me. I can't remember where I saw her. It's a Best Buy. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, I don't remember her coming to me. Yeah. She said. And she was with the daughter, and okay. then she told the daughter, "Ah, this is bright. It must be bright song." So they came to you and oh. asked, "Do you know bright?" And then they say, "It's your dad." So they, oh. you you called me from work. You remember? Yeah, you called me from work that uh, you met a lady. Oh yeah, I kind of do remember her now. Yeah, and you called me and said, "There's a lady named Susan." So. Approach you with a daughter and ask you whether you know me. And they say, No, yeah, I know you, you are my dad. And then from there, you called me and you got up to date. Yeah, she did say that, that my dad, that you worked with her and stuff. I remember that, yeah. That was, that was the lady who gave me a chance first in Canada. You would go and help clean their house. But I think it was also because you were probably alone and stuff, kind of feeling lonely. And uh, I think because the chance they give it to me, it appreciate that chance. So whatever work they, I can do to help them, apart from working in the office, I would love to help them because uh, she was kind of a little bit older and the husband too. So I decided, you know what, I will use this opportunity to help them. It doesn't hurt me uh, because when I'm during that time, I'm alone. When I'm not working, what am I doing? I'm not doing nothing. I just stay home. So I decided uh, I can go there, help them. Whatever they want me to do, I will help them. And they, they used to live uh, out of Kingston. So I go there and help them. And that's what I do. Yeah. I said during that time, if you do have a, a pictures, you will find me a lot of pictures with my suit on. I think you should wear more suits more often. That suit was not... I brought it from Africa. <laughs> it was a yellow dress shirt, I remember, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I remember you having a mustache, too. It's a lot of Is that place still there? The traveling agency? The, the, the place closed down during the Iraq war. During the Iraq war, Iraq and, and U.S. war, I don't know the year, but uh, during that time, uh, when the war started in the, uh, Iraq, okay. with the Saddam Hussein, I don't know whether you know about it, but you, you may. There was two bushes, right? Because they both were fighting both the Iraq wars. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I think it was uh, Bush. I think, yeah, I think it's the senior. Oh, so yeah, the 90s. Yeah, during the Iraq war. So the, 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 the place, uh, not too many people were traveling do that, during that time because of the war. So uh, the, the market, you know, the business was slow. So they asked me. So, and that is what I, I went to St. Lawrence and took a cooking course. And when I was done, I did work at Dennis. Yeah, because yeah. there was nothing for me to do. And as a black man, cooking, I know I did a dishwasher when I was in school. It, was, it wasn't easy, but I think uh, if you make, you can, it, it, I can make it harder for myself than I thought it was hard. If, if you are not a hard working person, you will find it very tough. You have no choice. You, have no, you have no choice. I have to come back from school, then from there, go do a dishwasher, 
come back home, do my homework. That was when I was taking uh, uh, the cooking because I thought, you know, sometimes I thought maybe when I finish, I may get a job as a cook. So let me start working there as a dishwasher and go to school. But uh, when I was done, there's nothing. They couldn't even offer me any, any cook job there. But I was still doing a dishwasher until one day I found out Dennis was coming to open in Kingston. That was the first Dennis. And uh, it was first in Kingston. I do remember you coming back from Denny's. I must have been like four or five years old. Yes, yes. And I used to work nights, sometimes day. I go night and then come in the morning. And then in the morning, I have to sleep and then go again. But, you know, I worked there for two years and I didn't like the smell. I didn't like the smell, especially because um, when I work in the morning and the weekend, a lot of bacon and, and all what I did is cook bacon and sausage and Joe, this is what I'm telling you I can I can just use my fingernails scrub my face and I can see the oil I'll pick it up I can I will stay there from morning seven o'clock I will work on the cooking bacon sausage okay. Oh, and it was so busy because it was a new restaurant, as a family restaurant, you know. So people come there, and I'll be cooking. All I do is cooking bacon sausage. So one time, I came back home, and I look myself. How long am I gonna do this job? So I I call them and they say I quit. I didn't find a job. I say I quit. I, I, it was too much. I, I like it was too much for me because I can work from three and they say, Oh, can you stay? I can stay because I need the money. Stay until supper time after supper. So it's six o'clock, seven o'clock when it slowed down. I do remember you coming back from Denny's. I must have been like four or five years old. Yeah. 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 I, you know, it wasn't easy. So. I came home, I have nobody to call myself to. Um, I just have to decide things on my own and say, you know, how long am I going to do this job? I didn't like it. So I went to St. Lawrence and uh, took a course there. So you were doing cooking classes already at St. Lawrence? Yeah, after I finished after the travel agent, I, I took a cooking course, and then when I was done cooking, I worked at Dennis for two years. And after the two years, I decided this is not for me. I love to cook, but this is not for me because I can't anymore. I am so and so. It's it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, honestly. It wasn't. Easy. I'm on the grill all the time, especially on the weekend, and. One weekend is let me decide that I'm not gonna, I have to quit. Well, I was there for two years uh, because that was the time you came to Canada, not, oh. too, not too long. So I have to work that to feed my family. So I didn't have a choice, but uh, I decided, you know what? I am not gonna do it anymore. So I have to turn myself and my trade around Mm-hmm. And I went to St. Lawrence to take electronics technician. I was, I was, even though I wasn't cooking, I was doing a dishwasher, going to St. Lawrence for electronics technician. I was still doing a dishwasher because I can't. Where? Where would you do that? That time, there is a restaurant on Princess Street. Now they, they demolished that place and they, they have, they used to call it the cake. The keg? No, it's in the downtown now. It used to be on Princess Street. Everybody who knows Kinson can tell you, yeah, that restaurant yeah. used to be Princess. And that's what I was. So you were a dishwasher at the keg? Yeah. yeah. From school, come home, go. And, you know, sometimes I don't even come home after because 
maybe I stay in the library to do some homework and then uh, I can't come home. I have to continue, go with my backpack, put it in the in a locker in there and then uh, change and do the dishwasher until 11 o'clock, come home. So things are not easy. Wow, that sounds really crazy. Going from one point to another from those distances. Did you have a car at that time? Well, I didn't have a car during that time, but uh, I I remember I was working also at uh, Marvelous Murphy's that time. So you had two jobs? I have two jobs, yeah. That was Kensington Center. No. Oh, I thought you worked there where Marvelous Marf- Marvelous Muffin used to be. No, it wasn't there. No, you are young, so you think it was there. Yeah, he used to have a ball in the Kingston Center. Marvelous Muffins. Yeah, Marvelous Muffins. And then a car center also, that one place too, yeah. I remember when I was little, mom brought me there and you, you were wearing the uniform and everything and I was thinking my, my dad was the Muffin Man. Yeah, and then I'll be behind there and then, yeah. you know, I can see you guys. And then anytime I've done work, I have to bring Muffins home. So my dad was the muffin man. I, I thought it was smelled really nice, you know. You came home with muffins, smelled really nice. You were the muffin man. I was the muffin man. <laughs> From traveling again to yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, well, was that fun? Like, did you like working there? Well, I did like the muffin place because uh, it was, we are not too many there. And mm. I go there early morning, started baking and making coffee. So by the time the mall opens, coffee and everything is ready before they open because mm. uh, well, the process and then it goes all the way to the <laughs> other side. Oh. And it, was, uh, it wasn't big, but, but uh, it, it used to be a mall. It was bigger than it was bigger than Frontenac Mall. You, you came more when you, you came two weeks, you, you turned two years. When you were doing the marvelous muffins, I think I was five years old. Maybe between no, I think between three yeah. and four. Yeah, because you are not in school yet, and you are not uh, because your mommy was home, so she'll bring you to the mall, and you know. And... Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember just going in. I remember all that. Time, I remember the moments. I know. You, you, you have a good memory. That's yeah. what I would say. Because sometimes you tell me something, I have to think far to catch up. You are right, you know. My biggest memory I remember is um, you driving me to different places to get into school. I remember that. I remember different images in my head of me putting my hands through sand in a sandbox in a classroom and i remember you standing and talking to a teacher and i was just minding my own business not not knowing what what was happening but i remember that yeah yeah you are you, i put in so many play because i have to i have to because yeah. you are immigrant like me a small boy you are innocent you don't know nothing but i think i've been two years in and i think a year in canada so I decided that year that I spent in Canada, I at least I have to learn, experience how it it works, and I trying to put in the school. It was a kind of very difficult, you know. They keep tossing you, but I have to fight here, there. You go, they say all oh, this. It was so. Why did they take me in? Because I was young. Not too young, but uh. The, the 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 year and the time you came, yeah. so and the daycare. Oh, you remember the daycare uh, that it was in the Queen and Division Street. I just remember a daycare made out of stone. Yeah, that is that is a near Katarochi's Market. No, yeah, yeah, you were there before. Yeah, Katarochi, yeah, Katarochi, you were yeah. there before. Yeah, and then you have you were also at. Uh, where uh, Uncle Chrissy's son used yeah, yeah, there was a daycare, and it's, I forgot the name of daycare, but it's on the division and then Queen Street. There. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was, you love the place. You, you, that was the place you really love because maybe you find another black kid like you there. I know them before. Uh, yeah, 
I know them before, way before they have a kid. Mm -hmm. So you are, you know, you are, you have at least, I, I don't know, you are black, but you know that, hey, now I see another black there. You know, I, you know I think I was too young to know about those things. But I'm too young to know, but for some reason, every day care we take you there, you will be crying, crying, crying. But when you went to that daycare and your fun money was there, that's it. You didn't, you will be the one say you want to go to the daycare there. You don't even care about me dropping you and say bye. You don't care. You just, you just run. Queen Elizabeth, they used to have a, a, a school there, yeah. but they have a daycare attached to that school on the Queen Elizabeth. Now they demolish it to make it a different school. Yeah. Remember me how I was as a kid? <laughs> I think you should shed some light on that. <laughs> you? Do you really want me to tell? You are hyper. And then one time I took you to the mall at the uh, Katrako Town Center. See, it used to be a... Sears. No. Zellers. And uh, you, you terrified me because you... T terrified? And um, you think it's a game. A kid thing is a girl. You are in between the, the the clothing that is hanging there. You are yeah. hiding inside, and we were looking for you. I couldn't find you. And yeah. the next time I found you, you are just laughing. So were you mad when you found me? I, I was mad because I, I, when I found you, I wasn't mad. At least I was mad. But when I found you, I found you. You were joking, you know. How old was I? Was I three or four? I think three, between three and four. So they told me in the store because she also was kind enough. We are looking for you. Mm -hmm. So she told me, you know what? You should go to, go to the store there. Go to the upper side. They have kids session. Buy him the leash. The what? I'll have to buy you a leash. I have to. I bought a leash for you, my friend. Next time I'm, I'm, I'm walking with you, you are in the leash. Yeah. You can't run. The same day I bought the leash, I use it more than once. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, you remember. You remember when you you noticed that uh, when you grown up a little because I used the leash for a while. So possibly when you grown up, you found out. Oh, I'm on the leash. Yes, you are. Obviously, I'm too young to remember that I had a leash. I do see kids. Uh, having it like they have a harness it looks like they they're wearing a harness because i'm thinking of a leash i'm thinking like a dog dog leash yeah why do you see a kid with a leash yeah hold on a second i must have been really hyper for you to put a to put that on me that is very embarrassing <laughs> No, because the lady, because it's 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 not the first time that it happens. Oh. That you make it like a game, but I think they were chasing me. Yeah, as an adult, as an adult, yeah, it's not good for me. So, yeah, the last time it happens, the lady told me, "Go the upper shop there. They have case session. Oh, I I didn't buy, buy a leash. Mm. So I have to buy you a leash. Wow." Yeah, wow. you were hyper. Uh, too hyper. Too hyper. Too, 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 it's too, too bad. I always say this. It's too bad. Man, it's too bad we didn't have cell cell phones back then because if you could just... I have, I have, I have some pictures. Uh, yeah, because the video. video I wish I oh, man, Dad, imagine oh. having the... Dad, because the way I am now, obviously I'm a grown adult, but even when I was 14... Is a big difference from that to 14 or even 13 is a big difference. Like yeah, a, a big difference of, of being like, that's why to me, I do, I, I am still hyper, but, but I, the way the things that you describe as I was a child, I, I feel like it's like a different person. So no, you was too hyper that, um, and that's, a, that's why all, your brother and sister, you are the only one who always go to the camp because you you have too energy hyper that 
during the summer, you have to go. Like you're young, you went to a camp to stay there for a week to see how it looks like because you are hyper. Even the soccer, soccer, you put in the soccer. Yeah. You don't start one place. You'll be, you are defense, but next time you see, you are way forward. You don't, you're just running around mm-hmm. because you are burning the energy. Yeah. So you are someone that uh, if, during that time, if it is now, mm-hmm. you, you will be in trouble. Because <laughs> Because now a case is staying home because of the COVID-19. Yeah. You, you are not somebody that you can be home. You, you can be home, but we don't want you to be home because the more you are home, your hyperness, you can't even move the fridge. So we're scared to put you over. So every time you're holiday, mm-hmm. even much break, whatever, Mm-hmm. You put you in the camp. You put you in the camp. By the time you come, you are tired. Yeah, I know. It's good. It was good. It was good. So there was a time they took a picture of you. You brought the teacher brought it to me that you are sleeping in the bus because everybody was shocked that Jojo is sleeping in the bus. Oh, went for, <laughs> went for why? Because you are always, you know, energy. Go, 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 go. And they saw you sleeping. Oh, I think I I I I remember that. I it was a field trip. Yeah, a few. Yeah, if it was a yeah. field trip, I there's there's, 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 photos, there's photos. of photos. has a photo somewhere. But your teacher said, "Finally, Jojo is sleeping." So he took a picture and then sent it. Yeah, that was uh Oh my god! Because I was so high. I don't know how I. I really need to see videos because I I'm kind of shocked. The video is what I'm telling you. You are hyper. Yeah. I, 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 nowadays, that kiss in the home, you we will be getting trouble. Because yeah, I know. I got in, we, we went through that. We're not going to go through that. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. I, yeah, people, you are trouble. Yeah, I'm glad that you've grown up to be where you want to be. Yeah. And even your teachers see you, they are shocked that this is Jojo. Which is good though, because you really turn yourself around to be how you want to be. Because yeah. if you do not, and the way you are acting, if you did not drop it along the road and then you use it to your grown up, I don't think whatever you have achieved, you can achieve it. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah, I um, so was Stephen. This Stephen was good though. He was a quiet kid, like we Stephen said before. Yeah. yeah, Stephen was a quiet kid, shy. Shy. Stephen was shy, yeah. quiet. Matilda was what? If I was hyper, Stephen was shy. The opposite. Matilda was not. Matilda was also shy. But is Stephen is a shy, but it's a snake underground. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's mischievous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Stephen does something you we will not even suspect it. Stephen we come to you direct. Yeah. <laughs> Later you find out it's the boy. Yes. And Matilda was just happy as a kid. But she was a happy kid. She was she was a happy kid, quiet. Uh she was so quiet, but uh you know, she liked playing around. Out of all of us I think definitely I was the most hyper and craziest. Steven was really good. Like, he was quiet and everything. Matilda was just happy most of the time. Matilda laughed a lot. I, I remember Matilda laughing a lot. I think she also had that energy, too. Steven was very quiet, but yeah. uh, she was, was a snow poison. Steven was a snow poison. That's why if anything happened in the house, we come to you direct. Yeah, he was quiet, but you wouldn't know he's mischievous. We don't, we, we don't go to him at camp. That's, that's, uh, that's a very good way to play with parents. Um, but, <laughs> so I must have been, yeah, I, I must have caused so much. Yeah, you caused trouble. During the 90s, you and, you and mom's music had a huge influence on us. Um, 
Matilla for sure has heard these influences too. Do you remember this song? This one? You remember uh, yes, I remember. I think it's a uh, oh, that oh, it's this girl. Oh, her music came. I have to order the CD. Rough enough. Is it rough enough? It's not just one girl. It's a group. It's a it's a group, huh? Yeah, from '92. Oh, I remember that. When did you get a song? It's on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, I forgot their name. I can tell you. It's Jade. Jade. Don't, I, I, don't, walk I, I don't walk away. I still have their CD cover here. Oh, yeah? They, they have about four, four, four girls. It's three girls. I see three girls. Really? And they were wearing the show. Yeah, I remember. You remember that song, eh? Of course, yeah. You guys played really good R&B music back then. Yeah, I, I, love, I, love, I love my music even yeah. now. Uh, I remember last, I think last uh, December, no, I think this year, Matilda said, Daddy, just like you are telling me, do you remember this song? And then she sent it to me and I prayed, it was Seal. Oh, yeah, yeah, Seal. And now Matilda said she loved the song. Baby. <laughs> wow. Me and Reinhardt used to play this song a lot in high school. <laughs> Kissed by a rose. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What is that? I think of the song again. Yes. Yes. That is uh, that was my favorite. Yeah. This is uh, my favorite. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. Matilda was telling me about about Siri. He said, Daddy, I remember you used to play this song too much. I said, What song? He said, I will send it to you. And it was Siri. I'm like, He said, Now, guess what? I love that song. I said, Oh, good for you. Do you, uh, do you remember this song? <laughs> oh, I bring back the memories, eh? That was, uh, that's good young days. Guy, good young, young guy in the club. Young guy in the club. <laughs> These guys are usually from like Europe, like Italy or Germany or something. These singers. You think they're from Italy? This one is called yeah. Black Box. Strike it up. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You guys were so. You guys were like. Just go to the club and dance this song. Come back home, you are tired, and then the next morning you have to go do your go to work. Oh. Yeah. You punish yourself, but you have to go. It's it's all good. It's all good. But I do I'm so glad, I'm so proud of you. Because when I look back who you are and how you know how you change your lifestyle because I was kind of worried as my older son. Yeah. I was kind of worried. So I, I push you. I push you so hard. And I, I am sorry whatever I did for you, to you. I push you so, so, so hard. And my friend, he's not a professor at Boston. Oh my God. Jojo is in the Barras. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, but I think most immigrant parents are like that. They want to see their children strive. So there's going to definitely be a lot of push and disciplinarian actions. So, yeah, I get it. I was, I was, you know, all my kids, I was tough on you. Yeah. So much like one day you told me when you see me, Mm. You get, you get, you get shocked. Like, yeah, I get late at night. Oh no, yeah. he's coming. Eight o'clock. He's supposed to be in bed by eight o'clock. Yeah. If I don't put my feet on the ground and said, "Look, this guy 
it's going to be a terrible. Yeah. I have to be a terrible to you too, but it's not that I'm a terrible. It's not terrible. I just have to be. Re- you just have to be very to, to, to yeah. make sure that you know, not to abuse you, mm-hmm. you know, but try to make sure that you're on the right track. And that's all. And when you're on the right track, nobody will know. You are the one who will tell me, especially when you go to school and come back, and then you know that there's no trouble in the school. I can tell that, yeah, I don't even look in your agenda. I know that there's a school. <laughs> because yeah. you'll be the first to report. When there's a trouble in your agenda, you come home quiet. You, even though it's not your bedtime, you want to go to bed because you know what you did in the school is bad. And I can tell, you know, I said, this boy had a trouble. But That's it's good challenge, but you have overcome it, all of them, honestly. Well, it was a good idea to direct all my energy into sports and going to camp. And that's what we do. You know, yeah. road trip, camp to stay, even though you are young, I take you to the, you know, I don't go there, no parents. Just you are the camp people, you go there for at least one week. Yeah. You come back, you know, and then you know that, yes, without the parents, let's see how you behave. So I know you watch the news like every day. You watch CNN like every day and stuff. What do you think of the protests that are happening in different parts of the United States? What are your thoughts on that? Since I've been in in America here, I've seen a lot of protests. And the same thing over and over and over. And they keep killing the black people there. So I think this time the protests, to me, I think... Whatever they, they did, I consider they did a good job. Yeah. They did well because if they don't do looting and breaking things and setting fires, they may not hear them that they are talking. They know that every day the same thing they do. You know, they do the protest, whatever they do, they stop. Tomorrow they kill people, somebody again. I think this time they are fed up. There's nothing they can do. So they have to, they have talked, they have shown so many signs, they are still not listening to them. So they stood up and said, this time, we're going to be crazy. So maybe they can hear us. Did you, uh, I don't know if you saw the video. I, I saw the video. Oh yeah? You saw the video? I did. It, it's really, 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 really bad. It's really bad. And this is, people have cameras. Nobody have a camera. This guy was setting free ago. Yeah, exactly. I seen videos before cops killing people, but uh, this one. I mean, there's a lot of videos of cops killing black folks, and uh, with that video, man, that video was so bad. Just... He killed the guy slow motion. That's the, slow you, motion. you saw the whole video, or you saw clips? I saw. The whole video. That's too much, man. <clears throat> I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. It was too much. I mean, like, that video was just very graphic. And, yeah, it was happening, like, right in everybody's eyes. And you know what makes me really upset is when people say, oh, but he has a criminal record. He He was a criminal. And so it makes it, like, okay for them to for him to die like you know and it's not just one person that this all this movement or protest is happening this is happening because it's happened multiple 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 times it's happening so they said we have to stood up otherwise they will kill our men watching that video of george on the ground and everything it makes you it's it haunts me man it really haunts me and it makes me angry too, and I can see why people are protesting, because you just, you know, it's you just get tired. They get tired, yo. Now they explode. This thing is, is ongoing, because before I think within that two weeks or three weeks, there's a guy who was jogging. You know, all this, all this is going on. So now with this one, people really 
they get tired and that's what they are burning things they don't even yeah i remember too like they did the same thing with rodney kane and i remember talking to mom about that with what's going on now and she mentioned rodney kane and that was bad because you could just see all these cars beating him and <laughs> somebody was taping it from afar you know and he you know you see all the bruises the pictures of his face and then there's a there's a protest there's riots there's in la it didn't, it didn't go nowhere they still do the same after him yeah nothing happened nothing happened this time that young guys who have come they also maybe i would say most of them did not really see what has happened to other people so they don't know my days too often say hey guys let's get out and do something so yeah, I I don't know if you know we all. I spoke to Stephen. I spoke to Matilda and and Stephanie about these things and stuff. And obviously everybody is upset about this whole thing, and rightly so. If you spoke to Kofi about it, how would you approach him to these, you know, crazy things that are happening in our world? Just be careful. It's the same thing. I talked to Stephen about it. The whole thing is, you know, especially in Canada, it's different than States. But what I told Stephen is, we all know some of the police are racist, but when they stop you, mm -hmm. don't argue with them. Do whatever they want you to do, do it. And if you think it's a wrong, and that's why the lawyer comes in, you get your lawyer to sue them because you think it's not right what they did. But if you challenge them, you're not going to win. Yeah, because they're going to use their power. Yeah, if they stop you, let me search your bag. They search your bag. They put you in the car. Or if they search your bag, nothing, they're gone. And you think it's not fair for them to do that, you find a lawyer. Ask mm -hmm. the, the, the police officer's badge number. That's all you need, the badge number. Find a lawyer. You see them, you know, but you can't tell it. No, no, I can't let you see my back. No, 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 I can't. No, you are just creating yeah. a trouble. Yeah, I haven't been stopped by police before, but I have been handcuffed. But that wasn't because of like the one in Toronto. Yeah, but that had nothing to do with me. They were handcuffing people, evacuation or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you felt when you heard that. Because that was back in October in 2009. I was there. The next day, Christy told me about it. Wait, you were there? I didn't see you. I only, I only saw Uncle Carl. No, I was there. The next day, Christy told me. You were there in Toronto? Is it not where they, they kissed somebody and then Christy, you were living with Christy? Is that the one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was there. I was in your house. You show me. You show me where the person... The thing happened and where your house was. Okay, why can't I not remember you being there? Oh my goodness. No. I remember Uncle Carl coming just to check what was going on. No, Uncle Carl was there before before me. Yeah. I'm always I'm always with you wherever you are. Yeah, the world seems kinda crazy right now, man, like with all this COVID nineteen too. Yeah, the only thing is uh, the, the the only thing you can do is uh, you have to be careful whatever you do nowadays because life is not the same as last year. Things have changed. So whatever you do, you have to be very careful. And if you get a place of working, you have to work hard because if you lose it, it won't come back again. Because uh, the way the world has been now is totally different. Nobody that live a life now only few people possibly experienced this before. Maybe few people. None of us have experienced this kind of life. So it's a new to all of us, but you have to add the experience that you have you have been in before yeah. and compare to now. And to compare it. Do you know if Ghana has a lot of cases? Ghana have, have about 2,000 2, or so. Really? 2,000 cases? Yeah, because Ghanaians get tested there. Yeah? If they tested more, it's good. But then, when they said, "Oh, they have only twenty cases," that those twenty cases, they are sick before they know because they, some places they don't test. 
they don't test people unless you are sick and then they, they can identify, oh, he's sick. Now we have five people sick in this country. But that five people is it's multiplied by another people and then multiply and multiply. They have 11,000. In Ghana, eh? Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a lot compared to other places. The states. Kofi always, Kofi always uh, we have a channel that I know you're so obsessed with that. Kofi is so obsessed with that. He's, yeah, he because be you, made him, you made him into it. No, 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 no. Me, I don't watch it. I need to speak to him. He's the one going to tell us, oh, somebody just recover in the U.S. Just one minute. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Japan. Somebody is dead in Japan. <laughs> My God. I don't know. I don't know if that's good. Him to no, keep it's good. It's good. It, it, it's good because it's he doesn't need to know. He doesn't need to know. Is he he's gonna, okay? Hold on a second. For him to know. I understand why he needs to know, but the way he's doing it seems a little bit too much. Like I don't know. No, it's it's too, too, obs- it's, uh, too obsessed with the the, the stats. Know the way he'd like to know, and then when he's explaining to somebody in future. He will know exactly what he can explain to because he was upset. And this is like a, it's a, it's a history, you know. Yeah. It has never happened to anybody. Historic. He's yeah. gonna remember it like crazy. yeah, yeah. And but then we are gone, and then he'll be saying, "Oh my goodness, this year, this year, I remember, I was keeping track of every country. He kept track of Kenya and Ghana a lot too. Oh, Ghana is." So high, they are number two in Africa. <laughs> uh, it's it's good. I like that. Mm. Like that. Yeah, I like that. So, well, well just uh, let me know if you have any question. Call me again. Let's uh, connect again the same place, the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do it again. Yeah, it's getting late. It's getting late. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the time now yeah so okay well thanks for talking and coming on thank well, you for calling me and um i'm glad you called to share my experience with you not all but uh, we can continue yeah there will be part two okay all right adios good night love you sleep well nice. yeah, you too. Take care. Yep. be careful okay yep. thank right. you Bye.